Hello everyone and welcome to the latest episode of Out of the Pod, the podcast series by The Brief, where we speak to startup founders who dare to dream, build and grow, and where you get to listen to these leaders talk about their challenges, milestones and their entrepreneurial journey. On the mic is your host for the show Sahib Singh, and today's episode, like all our other ones before it, promise something new, promise something fresh, and I'm going to get right to telling you exactly why. Today we speak to someone who comes from the legal sector in India. and this is the person who has carved a niche for himself by being a founder of a startup which provides legal services and consultancy across the country and in doing so he's pioneering change in the sector at large throughout the country with ambitions to go even beyond that excited well i don't know about you i am the man in the conversation today is dr arvind singhatia currently leading the startup legal cart as its co-founder and ceo for close to 2 years now and on that note without further ado let's welcome our guest to the podcast hey arvind how's it going and how are you doing today hi sahib thank you so much uh, for uh, giving in chance to speak on your podcast i'm doing great it's a it's a good sunday morning and in delhi it's bright so it's all the more uh, wonderful and um, and and it's it's an it's a great opportunity to talk about my startup uh, the journey the company the concept the philosophy behind that i'm excited to uh, discuss more here likewise and we are actually even more excited than you to hear you talk about the stuff which perhaps led you to drive and establish legal card and the kind of change you're willing to pioneer in the sector so let's get to the thick of things right away and uh, i'll just start off with my first question so uh, arvind over the past discussions that we've had uh, it uh, we you actually told me that sahib the legal sector in india is essentially very fragmented and unorganized so before we get into you know what legal cart is and what legal cart does could you sort of guide me through your philosophy on this that why would you say that the legal sector is unorganized sure sahib so uh, you know it's it's very interesting to note that um, in last couple of years specifically in last one and half decade uh, there is a lot of evolution that have happened when it comes to technology and technology enabled services from uh, you know early 2004 and 2005 people have started uh, coming online there were a lot of services that started coming uh, on the system on the internet uh, but you know it's very interesting to know that since indian independence the indian legal sector and the way legal services are being delivered are still the same in 2020 as well if i give you a data i think uh, in india there are 1 million plus legal practitioners out of which just 2% of them are like tech savvy and using any kind of technology to manage their legal practice or manage their offices and manage their cases and update their clients on online 98% of the legal fraternity is currently not a tech savvy one that is number one and since they are not tech savvy it's very it's it's a challenging situation where you know uh, you cannot uh, you cannot find them online you cannot uh, connect with them you cannot talk to them they are available uh, in the court rooms as well as uh, you know wherever they are uh, wherever they are arguing and all and the there is no there is no sync when it comes to you know finding a legal professional across the country and that's the reason i said it, it's very fragmented you know a person a lawyer practicing in tamil nadu 
and a lawyer practicing in Delhi, uh, you know, they are not connected to each other. Uh, there is no uniform uh, platform on which which they share. In fact, in fact, the most interesting part about legal is legal is vernacular. So below high courts, all the courts, the practice is in vernacular language, right? So we have so many languages. We have more than uh, you know uh, 624 district courts, and every court uh, is you know practicing in the vernacular. So like South Indian languages, and then North Indian languages, and East Indian languages, and then western west indian languages so with this much of differentiation with so much of you know the the differences there in in the in the practice in the language in the in the in the in the way they operate in their own uh, silo uh, make it making the sector very very fragmented number one and number two it become very difficult to access a lawyer when you need it uh, at a remote place so that's the reason after uh, after 1947 till 2020, apart from lawyers, I think everybody is now on a technology. Now they are available, they are online. In this background, you know, it has now become very imperative that, uh, you know, uh, this sector should should evolve, should, should uh, come on technology. So, Arvind, it's interesting how you mentioned there could be a gap between the service provider and the person who requires the service. And then again, there could be problems like vernacular and communication, which could exist and persist between the two. So seeing the market, we are off in a different way. And there's one thing about capitalizing on the opportunity. Was that the thought process behind establishing Legal Cart? Or was there something else that was going through your mind that time? Saib, it's a very interesting uh, story that there is always a pain point and that pain point and that challenge force you to, you know, uh, see across uh, opportunities that are available and that you can do something, you can contribute something. Across my career, I have been with companies and was leading their legal and public policy sectors. There was a scenario somewhere in 2014 when uh, one of my office colleague, uh, she and her brother, they were traveling somewhere uh, in Tamil Nadu. Uh, and they were in a self-drive car. They were on a vacation. And in the evening, 7 o'clock, I got a call from, uh, a frenetic call from them. And uh, she said that, uh, you know, Arvind, we are, I don't know where we are. Actually, it's a very small village in, in Tamil Nadu. No, we don't understand the local language as well. But we met with an accident and, uh, you know, the, the guy on the bike is badly injured. And now the police station has, you know, they have, they are holding us in the police station. I tried to talk to the police guy, but even that guy was not, uh, you know, well spoken with English. So we were not sure that, you know, how to communicate with this guy. And that point of time, I realized that, you know, had I been having a lawyer there, there he would have definitely taken all the regulatory requirements and uh, would have helped them. And myself in the legal field, I realized that I have so many connections, and but I was not able to reach to that specific village where uh, I can help them. It took two hours for me to use all my connections. I talked to a friend in Chennai and then my friend in Chennai talked to somebody in Coimbatore and then somebody in Coimbatore talked to somewhere near that village and I realized that the nearest lawyer available to that police station was around 20 kilometers. At night at 11, that guy, you know, picked up his bike, uh, went uh, to that police station. Then he basically communicated with us as an interpreter and, you know, did all the formalities on the ground and, you know, Post midnight, those guys were released from the police station, and they were, and the whole village was standing there because you know it was a small place, and the guy was injured, and then they were asking for compensation, and there were so many other issues. You know that incident made me think that me, who is in legal sector for so many years now, 
well connected in legal uh, you know it took me so long to reach to that specific point i can imagine that what a common man if he faced a problem and if he he need a legal help somewhere in at a remotest place in the country it is almost impossible you you cannot have an access to that so uh, from there uh, you know in 2014 uh, that whole that small incident i, I keep on wondering upon it i keep on thinking about it and i and i realize that we need a system we need a place where at least i should be able to access a lawyer 24 by 7 the way now we can access a doctor 24 by 7 and when we talk about a doctor i think for medical emergencies we anyways have a doctor's number on our phone saved because we are always prepared for a medical emergency but interestingly none of us are prepared for a legal emergency ever in our life and legal emergencies catch hold of us when we are the least prepared so uh, keeping that thought in my my mind um, uh, i i i was thinking and was working and at the end like in 2018 uh, we came to a level where i realized that probably now i have a very concrete thought in my mind what we should what i should be doing what we should have in place what this country deserve what the individuals now want Uh, and there was a lot of development happened before that like i have seen ola growing i have seen zomato growing i have seen uh, practo growing so these these services when we saw growing and uh, you know becoming really successful in a country like india i realized that now it's time for at least now it's time for legal to grow uh, you know legal service is a mandatory it's a non replaceable service i mean a legal professional you cannot replace his service with anyone else so it's an irreplaceable mandatory service and it should be now available to you at the convenience of your home at wherever you are it should be accessible to you 24 by 7 and then you know the concept of legal card came in picture it's very interesting the story uh, for legal card is also so we planned a name called legal dunia before uh, the legal card comes in picture so we registered the domain name uh, we we went ahead with designing the website and all with legaldunia.com but uh, somehow this whole name of legal dunia was you know i i discussed with many of my friends and they realized it this is good but you know we could have better uh, something there was some sort of uh, uh in dissatisfaction some sort of uh, you know uh, reservation about the name and some and then my friend and my uh, partner uh, director in the company uh, deepak uh, he's an iit bombay uh, he came up with a name he said that what if we get a name called as legal cart and you know cart is something which is the most uh, popular when it comes to online businesses be it flipkart health cart lens cart lending cart and the cart is something which you know hits the right chord i mean it's it's a cart it's a place where almost anything and everything that you want about legal would should be available a platform where anything and everything about it and and uh, without giving a without giving a second thought i mean we just jumped on the name interestingly legal cart was owned by some american uh, guy and he was selling it uh, we spent a good amount of money to buy this name but it was an investment worth uh, for the name and then we and then the the whole concept of legal cart came in picture that's actually a very interesting story very very interesting takeaways as well coming from it as to how you identified a cultural problem a communication problem and then of course how you identified the legal problem which was persisting there and to sort of bridge that you know you came up with legal card but uh, my takeaway from this is something uh, which which I'd probably like to discuss with you is that while it was you who identified the sort of a problem which exists um, i'm sure there must have been plenty of incidences with other people as well in the past that 
uh, you know, perhaps had the same scenario or the same situation, uh, finding people in these kind of situations, right? But not a lot of people have actually taken any sort of initiative where they come up with an idea or come up with a service provision opportunity or come up with a startup for that matter to basically either bridge that gap or provide a service in a different way. And this is something which has been a relatively pan-Indian narrative that not a lot of legal startups are coming to the fore. So either they've not been in the public eye or they've just not caught fire altogether. So do you think this notion holds true? Are we a country where legal startups or law-related startups are limited or they're just not catching the public eye? That's a very, very interesting question, Sahib. And uh, I would like to, you know, address it by saying that uh, entrepreneurial capability, when we talk about in legal, uh, you know, if, if a lawyer want to start something as a business, uh, the best option available to him is a law firm. So two and three friends, they just come together and form a law firm for themselves. Legal being a very domain specific sector, you know, you need to have a domain knowledge as well. You need to understand the nitty gritties of the sector. It cannot be, uh, it cannot be, you know, uh, the, the opportunity that you need to cap- capitalize on in legal is something can be understood by a person who at least understands the nuances of the sector, who understand the challenges of the sector, right? Uh, the biggest, sec- the biggest challenge, let me tell you that um, the, the bar council rules, uh, you know, and the, in the lawyers professional ethics, it won't allow them to market themselves. It won't allow them to advertise themselves. And and there is a there is a moral as well as a legal obligation on them that because they they are into a noble profession, uh, they should not advertise their services, their name, their any anything about them. And that's the biggest reason probably till now nobody have ever thought about you know uh, how to how to create a business opportunity out of this. But uh, I should say that you know it's not about business, but it's about it's about convenience and access to legal services for a billion people of this country is much more important and we we should change the perspective. Uh, We have to start thinking from a consumer's point of view that what exactly he wants. I have seen millions of people struggling because they are not getting legal help on time. They they are not aware about the regulatory scenarios in which they operate. Parallelly, uh, you know, uh, there is is a development that is going on in the legal sector, but that is like... uh, People are developing uh, legal products in, in in small bits and pieces. You know, there is a development which is very prominent now in documentation sector where artificial intelligence based document drafting systems is what uh, many startups are working on. Uh, many startups are working on, you know, stamp paper and digital signature as one of the key uh, tool for, for legal services. Couple of them are, uh, you know, acting as a uh, you know, a technology where uh, where where an individual can you know leave their uh, issues and probably somebody can come go back to them. But uh, to be very honest, yes, there is a concerted effort uh, as a as a sector. Nobody is currently looking legal as an opportunity to you know create an ecosystem over here where an end to end service provider, where an, where a, where is where an individual and a lawyer and and the paralegal services and and anything else required for a legal transaction is something currently missing in this whole ecosystem. One, domain knowledge is missing. Second, probably investors are also, uh, since uh, the sector is is very domain uh, knowledge specific and probably nobody has yet able to uh, position the sector as a profitable or as a, as a, as a really need-based uh, uh, business. Nobody able to position it. So 
you are right um, you know there is uh, there is a lot of there is a lot of gap over here when it comes to converting it as a profitable business venture let me tell you that uh, now time has come and corona is it's a blessing in disguise uh, most of the courts in the country are now running online uh you know government has a parliamentary committee which is now planning to have uh, a complete uh, set of rules and regulations for online uh, transactions of legal and they want everything to go online so like all the senior judges right from supreme court to district court everybody now wanting to hear cases online only and that's the time when you know uh, like i said the 98% of the lawyers who are offline now are planning to come online because uh, there is no other way around for them so uh, i think 2020 will be a landmark year uh, when we talk about the legal technology and it's not just india but if you see the global scenario many european countries who were still traditionally operating in their legal are now online and they the, most of their lawyers have now come online so uh, it's a watershed year for the for for globally uh, companies who are now uh, you know looking legal tech as an option to start and, and you know operate and build products and services uh, for for consumers So Arvind interesting takeaway from uh, your previous answer lots to think about so let's just uh, break it down one by one and see where the conversation leads us uh, one of the first things that I'd like to talk about is that as you very correctly mentioned people cannot essentially access legal services easily that's number one and second thing which I'd sort of like to highlight is that even if somebody can access these services there is a pain point of pricing right and legal services don't come in cheap if you have the money to afford them you can pay the top buck and get the top services but for those who don't uh, have that sort of uh, you know economic resources lying around that can be very difficult for them would you say that legal cart is sort of bridging that gap by providing you know these kind of services uh, is there a certain price point have you all a different uh, you know sort of a strategy to go about things very very valid point sahib and uh, i think uh, before even we understand business it is very important important to understand that if there is if there is any operation if there is anything which is not a viable thing then it will never it will never survive so even even when we talk about life if your inputs is lesser than what your outputs are you will never be able to survive so uh, taking the inspiration from life all the businesses across the world grow they first make themselves profitable and then only they will be able to think about serving people and you know making and giving contributions to the world so in the in legal sector exactly the same thing uh, you know we first have to plan a business in such a way that it should be self sustainable we should not need uh, we should not need money uh, or we should not starve for money right and uh, we all know that uh, problem uh, legal problem is something which is which is like prevalent across and everybody has some or the other legal problem but you rightly mentioned there are costs uh, which are which are uh, bigger uh, you know the access is a challenge and people are holding themselves back and and you know uh, pushing their problems below the carpet because they think that let's see when something goes wrong then we will plan this was the scenario in in medical as well a couple of years back like 15 20 years back when medical services were also like uh, people in the rural areas or in the even in the tier 2 tier 3 cities individuals used to avoid going to doctors and hospitals unless it becomes an emergency and then you know uh, uh, once there is a life and death situation then they used to go to the doctor and then whatever cost they have to incur they used to incur be it by taking loan etc 
now it is very convenient because you know there are two things that have happened number one which is very important that there is a transparency of pricing that have come over there that now you know that what you are going to pay for what is uh, for what service you are going to take and number two is accessibility has now not a challenge so wherever you are you can access the service now these two things have changed the face of business you know and it has made it much more viable same thing is what we are now planning with legal card uh, our focus is uh, two twofold number one is we have to make it a standard service you know it should not be uh, it should not be uh, ad hoc pricing or you know pricing based on your problem size or you know your paying capacity but even if you are a big businessman or if you are a poor farmer if you have a problem uh, in legal you can just come to legal card and you should be at least able to understand what challenge you are facing we have a very unique product called as just consult uh, just consult is something which is a standard priced legal consultation available 24 by 7 you know that what you are paying and you know that uh, you know you can speak for 20 minutes or 45 minutes or 60 minutes and you can discuss the problem with a lawyer with complete confidentiality because uh, you know we have a secure line on which all the calls are routed we are using artificial intelligence and we have a smart match technology where based on your problem area your geographical location you know uh, your time of call everything is attributing uh, the route of call and it is decide i mean you know your language preference as well so that uh, the call will be routed to a specific lawyer and then your lawyer will discuss your problem with you in detail and they will suggest you the best possible legal options available to you now this is a viable business business uh, and this is a viable way to do business because lawyer is also being paid properly the client knows that he is paying a standard fees and we as a business uh, you know know that uh, how many calls and how many uh, individuals can use this we can this is a scalable model a billion people can use this at any point of time uh, when they need it so we have we have we have addressed the cost part so the cost which we are currently offering is a very standard and very very uh, similar cost like you are taking an ola or you are talking to a lawyer you know the cost would be almost the same the access is now convenience uh, and you can talk to talk to them at any point of time in middle of night and uh, and and you know any time of your convenience now let me tell you that what is the advantage of this and and i would like to share a very very interesting example i would not take name over there because big people are involved in this but there is an individual from south india he is a film producer right and uh, uh, he was uh, contesting a case against one of the big uh, producers and actors of the country and there is a movie which is there currently hold on hold it is not allowed to release by the court in the middle of august you know this guy was uh, challenged this movie is released because he he uh, made a similar kind of movie and this movie he is saying that is violating his intellectual property rights so he he asked the court to stay put a stay on that uh, movie now all the big names of the country are involved in that big movie and uh, but these lower court in hyderabad put a stay on that right and uh, this this movie producer before this stay was granted was facing a challenge uh, on the ground because he was not able to uh, you know trust the the trust his own lawyers because uh, there was some because because big names were involved there so he came to legal card he spoke to couple of our lawyers right and he 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 understood uh, you know what he should be doing idly in such a scenario uh, what are the court procedure says and what are what is the right thing to do 
he understood from them then he went back he he just instructed his lawyers that you just do this rest everything leave it on me so he articulated he basically orchestrated his case and uh, let me tell you that uh, since he kept everything i mean our system is confidential uh, you don't need to tell that who you are and from where you are calling and for what purpose you are seeking this advice you can just go ahead and say this is my problem what should i do so this guy uh, from a lower court till supreme court of india straight in 3 months he keep on winning every case and uh, the movie is still on hold and he is standing there and supreme court has put a stay on that movie so uh, uh, you know uh, you can understand the power of a platform where uh, where a person keeping his anonymity and status uh, completely confidential and he just taking the right legal advice he spoke to more than 7 8 lawyers on our platform he spoke telugu lawyers he spoke uh, english lawyers he spoke hindi lawyers he spoke in the middle of night at 2 am and he spoke to a lawyer at 10 uh, in the morning 7 in the morning any time and every time when he was facing a problem there was a question in his mind he just used our service and when he won the supreme court matter he just sent us a whatsapp message saying that it's the legal card who helped me to you know sail through this challenging scenario and that actually established the use case to us as well we also realized that oh this is a this is a very strong use case for anybody who who wanting to stay uh, you know anonymous and want the right legal advice so uh, so this is where we are today uh, i think we are addressing a lot of issues in just one go the access the cost the uh, the quality the anonymity etc right and uh, and this is how it's growing that's actually a great thought to lead with essentially now uh, and i'm sure you have tons of interesting anecdotes and tons of interesting story regarding legal cart as well and i'm sure we should definitely connect off the record so you could perhaps tell me who the producer was but uh, moving into a more general direction uh, i would perhaps ask you that uh, my takeaway from your answer is the idea that there is of course there is a certain amount of price sensitivity which comes with the platform and uh, do you think or did you actually experience some sort of a pushback from lawyers while onboarding uh, sahib it's, it's it's again a very very good question and you know it it address it it will address a lot of concerns that lawyers may have if they will listen this podcast you know so uh, it is very interesting to know that why there are high prices imagine uh, imagine uh, 2000 year 2000 or 1990s uh, when we were kids uh, you know we used to watch movies on a video cassette and there was lot of privacy uh, sorry piracy of movies were happening you know then came the dvds and all and the piracy was at the peak when there were cds and dvds you know the single dvd for a original movie was costing around 800 and 900 rupees and a pirated dvd was costing me just 50 rupees or 20 rupees there was a huge gap when when it comes to and i was seeing the same content so so you know uh, there was no motivation for me to spend like 1000% more uh, and watch that same movie and movie is something which is going to stay with me for like 2 hours and then it's over for me uh but then came the digital streaming you know and then came the pricing came down to 99 rupees a month subscription and all and suddenly everything has changed now no now you will not see pirated movies selling around because people are not interested in that now they have an access at a very very uh, you know cheap or a convenient price that they they are ready to pay for it now uh, this is a principle i think applied across if you if you are able to generate volumes of users you know then price is something which will definitely come down because then you would be busy serving a lot of people when there is no platform available when there is no technology available obviously whatever the users you have an access to you really want to make your ends meet and that's the reason you will charge whatever you think best for you 
right and and then user have to take a call whether he really wanted to go ahead with the with the with the service or not and all those who are hard pressed and you know really challenged have no option but to pay for that but when there is a technology it is allowing millions of users to use the same service at the same time it actually uh, you know help uh, lawyers and service providers to you know uh, make the ends meet and make good money for themselves by sheer volume of work that they may get from there from here right so uh, once in a month if they are getting a case they will definitely charge a 30000 or 50000 rupees but if every day they are getting smaller number of advisory requests and documentation requests i think they will be making much more than what they used to make before so uh, you know it's the it's 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 a volume that works here and uh, no need no no need to worry about the cost now because uh, technology platform actually enable and rationalize the number of users who can access that specific service i think that's very interesting to lead with that the kind of access that now people have will sort of you know enable more volume and more volume means more transactions which inevitably translates to more money and uh, coming to the whole aspect of how you mentioned about anonymity as well in your previous answer and that is something i'd like to touch upon a little bit that A I understand that you're trying to institutionalize the idea that legal services should be accessible to everybody let's say at a flat rate or a standard rate but the second aspect here about anonymity also comes with the idea of breach of ethics in uh, let's say not just within the organization but outside the organization with the lawyer with the person because there are uh, three to four stakeholders critical stakeholders involved in this So are there checks and balances within your system within your organization to ensure that there is no breach of ethics in this manner? Uh yes sahib so uh, you know the calls on legal cart are highly confidential right and uh, the legal ethics also uh, mandate that there is, there has to be a client attorney uh, relationship and uh, the discussion between a client and attorney should be between both of them only. so uh, you know our system is something which allows both of them to discuss talk share whatever they wanted to uh, you know uh, talk and discuss and it depends upon the client if they really wanted to disclose about their identity or not uh, there is no mandation on them so uh, the system is like a foolproof system where uh, there, there is a secure line and on that secure line um, nobody can access that except the lawyer who is getting the call so it is it is covered from all the aspects All right, very interesting. Now, Arvind, this is something I've been meaning to ask you for the past few minutes now, and I'll just go ahead and get right to it considering you have so many interesting stories and anecdotes to tell. Is there also a story regarding you onboarding your first lawyer? And is there something interesting going on there? Is there a memorable incident which came with it? If you could guide us through that, that'd be great. See, so uh honestly uh, onboarding lawyer was not something which is interesting but yes our first client for the legal consultation was a very interesting uh, story that we we faced so we started the we started the online uh, consultation somewhere in the month of april uh, when the lockdown was going on right and uh, in the month of april somewhere at like 10:30 pm at night i mean that was the day i mean that was the third or fourth day there was not a single call that came in our marketing was going on people were seeing the website but we haven't seen a conversion coming over there and then at 10:30 we found a payment failure that has happened like there was some guy who was trying to make a payment but his payment got failed he tried two times and then his payment again got failed and then we reached out to that person and said that sir uh, i think you are trying for a legal advisory and uh, you are not able to make a payment 
so he said yes but uh, i don't have this uh, option of let's say paytm or uh, this uh, phone pay etc and i can't pay from the online banking i don't know he was from bihar there was a land issue with him we went back and then we said that fair enough it's our first transaction uh, we can take it anywhere i mean is there anybody in our team who have a paytm or a wallet or something because i was not having that time so we found someone in our team that yes he have a paytm wallet we told him that sir uh, you can make a payment to this name now at 11 o'clock this guy was in a fix he was not sure whether he has to make the payment or not that was like for us it was our first payment to come in and this guy was now not very sure that it's not a company name you are asking me to make a payment to an individual wallet will he be will i be getting the advice or not because i really want to talk to a lawyer right now because there is something which is happening tomorrow morning i hope i am making the right decision so with all our uh, you know uh, communication and uh, whatever we could have done we did that we make sure so that guy uh, made a payment somewhere 11:30 at night it was a small payment of 500 rupees but that was our first thing that came uh, in at at 11:30 he made the payment and then he said now i have a document which i want to show the lawyer and i want to talk now because your service says it's 24 by 7 so that time since we have started you know uh, we were having lesser lawyer at available at night so the second big challenge was he wanted to speak to a lawyer in bihar only from from his own village uh, from his own uh, small district only then the team went ahead identified our database find out a lawyer whom we know very well we called him like at 12 at night and we woke him up and we said there is a client who want to talk to you he said boss this is middle of night what is so urgent that he want to talk we convinced him we paid him double the money what we got from the client and we said no please talk to him because he he really want to talk then we you know somehow managed to get the document on a whatsapp and then we email it to the lawyer and the transaction completed somewhere in middle 132 am and uh, that was our first client that we got on board uh, but we we were like so hellbent to make this transaction happen that we did anything and everything that was uh, possible in our uh, capacity at one point of time i was ready to even pay on his behalf say ki sir you just you just make this transaction happen i'll pay for you but he was kind enough said no no i will make the payment it's absolutely fine uh, and then uh, you know uh, and he was and he was delighted after the conversation he said oh your service is really good I, at this point of time i would not have got a lawyer but you made me to talk to a very good person who understood my problem and suggested me some really good steps tomorrow morning in the court when i'm going i have you know now my arsenal ready so uh, you know that was a memorable incident for us we realized that it was not the money but the delivery of service which made him you know feel comfortable and delighted and we were very satisfied that you know it was it was it was a memorable transaction for us that's brilliant actually and of course the whole idea of understanding that yes we finally got the job done for the customer he's happy and you know he's willing to call back and get our service again that is something which is great incentive for a startup to you know uh, sort of go with in its budding years and uh, but one other interesting take back from this is the idea of trust you uh, very specifically mentioned that the person just although it was a one off incident regarding the payment failure if we sort of look at it from a broader more holistic perspective the idea of trust is a uh, uh, very critical to your startup right and uh, there has to be trust between the person using your service and you know your organization then there has to be uh, trust between the person you connect that lawyer to and uh, you know those two stakeholders so uh, what sort of challenges have you faced so far in sort of you know establishing trust between all these kind of stakeholders i think uh, trust is the cornerstone and uh, you know in medical in in doctors field uh, trust is important but as a as a as a patient 
or as a user of the service you are you are aware of certain things because biology and medical is something which we which we have been taught at our home also in our school also we understand a lot about our body our, our diseases proteins vitamins we understand everything about them but nobody understand about section 302 419 you know nobody understands about that neither it is been taught in the school so legal is something which is an absolutely alien sector for anybody any any individual in the country so trust is the only thing when it comes to a legal transaction so you have no option but to trust the person whom you are dealing with and it is our responsibility to instill that natural trust in the user we we are doing all the right things we are we are communicating the right messages we are putting the right processes in place to make sure that at least the trust of that individual should remain intact and he should be able to trust it more our first uh, transaction was something which happened just because th- that guy was in need and we were honest enough to talk with him a lot of things which give him trust that yes no problem you can talk to us you can at one point of time like i said i was about to tell him that no worry about the payment just just talk to the lawyer but uh, you know uh, yes uh, trust plays a really really important role role when it comes to uh, legal transactions and that's the reason you know uh, we do a proper rating of our lawyers as well we make sure that our lawyers also speak with conviction and passion and give the trust to the client that you know if there is anything wrong they, there are ways and means to make make that right and and uh, the the website that we have designed uh, is also giving the right messages to the client that you know you know the trust is something which is our cornerstone if we lose trust we lose everything so that's how it is so uh, the next thing which i perhaps wanted to move on to is the idea of that sort of connectivity which needs to exist between the customers between the lawyers and your organization serving as somewhat of a middle ground as an interface between the two now uh, your your company your business is very tech driven now this sort of tech driven business does it come with its own challenges when it comes to not just onboarding customers but onboarding lawyers because since it has technology at the base of it is there difficulty in terms of adaptation or acclimatization to the platform that's right to an extent for customers is not a big problem now thank you to all the technology platforms now prevailing across the country so like customer is acclimatized already you know he's using ola he's using zomato he's using uber he's using uh, you know paytm etc so he knows what is online payment he understands how an app work or a website work he know what is an online service but the biggest challenge that we face is with lawyers yes the biggest challenge with them is since we have a we have a software for them which is a mobile application and a web dashboard on which they can not only uh, not only manage their cases which are currently on but they also do a, a lot of things there they can make a complete database of their existing clients they can transact with their clients from our platform they can manage the documentation on our platform they can accept and make online payments through our system our system is uh, you know updating their cases online in real time whenever there is an update from the e court server our system is also get, get updated with new orders etc they can keep their notes they can manage their teams remotely from our software so our software is a virtual office for them but the problem is acceptance of that system lawyers are still you know taking their own sweet time to understand the system and they they have a concern in their mind that you know i made a client list i made so many clients after my my life's effort went into that and how can i trust the technology what what are the what what is the guarantee that 
my client list is not uh, went out you know whether the payments on this are safer or not can i can i trust a mobile application or a, or a dashboard for for my practice can i make my career on this and all those things so these are some very relevant challenges and concerns that a lawyer may have that's the reason adoption of technology among lawyers is something which is taking time uh, we are motivating our partner lawyers by you know giving them opportunity to get a lot of work from uh, our system and, uh, and and they feel the, if they, if you are getting if you are getting profitable business from something then uh, you you won't mind uh, trusting that system or you would like to trust that system and you would like to learn that how that system works so uh, see we are a small startup at this point of time we are growing with with a pace and you know as as and when we grow little bigger and we'll be having much more transactions probably those transactions will ensure a lawyer's commitment and lawyer's uh, you know uh, interest towards our system so as of now like i said we have more than 8000 plus registrations uh, on our website and we have like 20000 plus downloads of our mobile app so there is a lot of interest from the lawyers because it's a new thing they are learning they want to use it but when it comes to putting their actual clients on it and uh, saving their name and phone number and their data so that they can manage it from here they are still hesitant on it and our job is to you know uh, help them with this kind of hesitation we have to give them numbers we have to we have to give them uh, you know data that internationally it is just opposite in a country like us and uk 98% of the lawyers are on mobile app and dashboard in a country like australia almost 100% lawyers are using a mobile app and a dashboard to manage their practices so uh, that kind of uh, data also is what we are putting it to them and saying that sir uh, globally now this is a practice to come online and manage everything uh, and you should now look at it so with the initial resistance we are now seeing there is a there is a change that is happening but yes like i said we are still small as we grow big i think we'll be having a bigger impact on this uh, on the ecosystem I think that's another great thought to sort of you know lead with and uh, the idea you know that is uh, that comes from this is that of course uh, there are challenges there will be challenges but at the end of the day you're still willing to you know dive into it head first and say that okay fine I'm here to sort of reverse the trend now and uh, on on that note I sort of want to ask you that what's next for legal card since you uh, you know since you very modestly mentioned that you know y'all are a small startup so what's next for the company is there a 5 year plan is there a 3 year plan is there even a 10 year plan and have there been challenges and adaptations for the brand and for the business as per covid 19 yes you know so when it comes to making a plan like a 5 year or a 10 year plan i think i think it is good for the governments to make that kind of plan uh, and let them make fire plans um, we are a company we are we are couple of uh, young people wanting to do something in our life want to change the world want to want to you know make a dent in the universe these are the ambitious thoughts that we have and let me tell you that you know uh, and it's just offline to what uh, we are discussing i i am an avid flyer also so i fly model airplanes and 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 that's my passion the challenge when you fly a model airplane is it's not a toy number one although it's a small plane but it flies like a real plane and when it crashes it crashes like a real plane and flying requires a training and you cannot uh, and you know you cannot be 100% sure of a safe landing every time now this has taught me a lot i cannot plan uh, i cannot plan like a uh, that you know every time i'll be flying this much and then i'll be landing and coming home back back safely i think 50% of the time i crashes i broke the planes and then i come back and i repair and then i can again go back see this whole process made me 
uh, a person who is now like you know so used to of challenges uh, and solving the problems as they come and and probably i'm ready to solve almost every day a problem to build build the system back again on the track it also helped me to you know uh, learn from the smallest mistakes that i make so i have been flying now from 10 years but still i i crash and and every time there is a new problem and every time there is a unique challenge that i see oh my god that was the mistake that i did and and and, and i have to go back i i you know work on that problem and then i go back to the flying field so this has now become a part of my uh, you know personality so to say or it has become a part of my philosophy that i know there will be challenges there will be crashes uh, there will be issues that will be coming up on a daily basis whatever and however i am prepared for there will there will be a fiasco that's going to happen so um, like i said uh, we don't have five year 10 year plan but what we have in our mind is to create an impact uh, on the legal system of the country we would like to create an ecosystem where every stakeholder uh, in this will be interacting with each other and everybody's problem should be solved it's not just the consumer but the lawyer the the courts the individual and for a company like us we should be able to help each other and grow together that's the whole idea so uh, so this is this is the whole thought with which the whole legal car team is now working ahead That's awesome and you know I sincerely hope that this sort of mentality this sort of philosophy is uh, continuing so far that it has it sort of um, you know goes on into the future as well because we need this sort of a determination we need this sort of you know ambition if we are to make a change in the sector and I think you're just on the right track and I wish you all the best with that and uh, now coming to you know my next question uh, is that if you were to look at things from a more macro perspective and that macro perspective should include legal cart of course what have been accord according to you the major milestones in the legal startup space of course legal cart is something that you know you've sort of built from the ground up so you would obviously know the kind of challenges you've faced and you know the mountains you've scaled and of course the success stories you've had but if you were to you know uh, look outside the ambit of legal cart as well have there been uh, major milestones in this space and what's more to come in terms of an opportunity in the indian legal startup ecosystem space Sure. So I think uh, I think uh, the whole legal system is now going through an overhaul, uh, right? And uh, in past two to three years, I mean, since twenty seventeen and eighteen, and I think before that as well, the e courts, e court project by the by the by the Supreme Court and the high courts of the country, where you know now they have made all the documentation, all the judgments, and uh, all the all the proceedings of the court online, and the updates are coming online. Is some huge change in the indian legal system where now the where now every single judgment every single proceeding is now available online i think the second big thing is in the process only where the committees are now planning to stream the proceedings of the court online right this is the this is the litigation and the court part of law but apart from this there were companies who build their database who build their technology around the judgment research part so you know research is something which is a very big uh, piece when it comes to litigation so every lawyer need to go through a legal research before he prepare for a case so uh, a lot of thing have happened in legal research uh, you know in the, in the legal technology field the third important thing has now uh, you know taking place is the digital 
signature and the paperless transactions of uh, legal papers be it an agreement or an affidavit or, a, or, or or going forward probably courts will also start accepting uh, they have already started accepting online petitions uh, and it will become much more online when they stop taking physical copies of the petitions so when everything becomes paperless that will going to you know uh, open the avenues for companies like us and other startups who are working in the field of uh, you know online documentation and digital signature space which is going to change the way people used to deal so like uh, let me tell you that more than 1 billion pages are consumed almost uh, every year in, in just supreme court so you can imagine the kind of consumption of pages that happened across the courts across the country everything will become once online and uh, it becomes paperless we can imagine the kind of saving that is there that is go going to be there on environment point of view as well and and i think the uh, the, the fourth important thing that is there now is basically the virtual legal offices for lawyers so now there is a that's what we are doing that's what many other technology companies are also planning to do that uh, right from onboarding a client till the court hearing and the judgment has been passed all the documentation transactions uh, hearings should happen virtually uh, online only and once that start happening i mean uh, we can see a lot of efficiency that will come in our uh, legal system currently 35 million cases are pending across courts in the country right that pendency will go down uh, the pendency is there for the simple reason that you know some or the other reason uh, either a lawyer is absent or a judge is absent or you know there is something which is uh, holding a case once everything goes online i mean there is no reason for them to make the hearing and find out finally pass the judgment on that matter and dispose of the matter so you know there will be a the pendency of the cases will go really down and the dialogue that we used to hear tarik pe tarik tarik pe tarik that will then become absolutely redundant because then there will be no tarik whenever there is a hearing you will be sitting at your home appearing in the court and the matter will move on so uh, the evolution is on its way and i think uh, the bigger part has already started uh, where you know the the online services the online hearings the online documentation have started right and um, very soon i think we will be having uh, the whole ecosystem becoming online here all right brilliant first of all great call back to that very famous dialogue and uh, very interesting take on how things are going to shape up in the future and uh, with the kind of determination and ambition that you have i'm sure legal card will just be at the helm of it and will be inspiring a lot more entrepreneurs will be inspiring a lot more businesses to take this up and uh, before i close the podcast arvind i i just wanted to know what would be your closing remarks number 1 and uh, what would be your two bits uh, to sort of you know give to the entrepreneurs who are looking to enter in this space uh, considering they can of course look up to you as a source of inspiration that uh, since you took an initiative with legal cart of coming into a space which you feel was unorganized which was fragmented and now you've made a successful business out of it so what would be your two cents to the entrepreneurs who are looking to enter this space sure sahib so um, you know i also read a lot of uh, good words written by good authors and uh, there is a there is a very small couplet uh, by Mr Nida Fazli and that says it all uh, i don't need to give more gyan about it but it says that hum bhi darya hain hame apna hunar malum hai jis taraf bhi chal padenge rasta ho jayega 
सो एनीबडी एंड एवरीबडी जस्ट नो योर पोटेंशियल एंड स्टार्ट वॉकिंग इन दैट डायरेक्शन सारी चीज अपना खोती चली जाएगी दैट्स आई थिंक अ वंडरफुल थॉट टू सॉर्ट ऑफ क्लोज दिस पॉडकास्ट विद ग्रेट वर्ड्स ऑफ कोर्स कमिंग फ्रॉम समवन हु ड्रॉज इंस्पिरेशन फ्रॉम देम एंड हैज बीन ट्रांसलेटिंग दैट इंस्पिरेशन इनटू क्रेडिबल ग्रेट वर्क एंड ट्राइंग टू मेक अ चेंज इनटू द सिस्टम अरविंद वंस अगेन थैंक यू थैंक यू सो मच फॉर जॉइनिंग मी ऑन दिस पॉडकास्ट इट हैज बीन एन एब्सोल्यूट प्लेजर टू होस्ट यू Thank you so much Saib it was a pleasure to speak to you thank you so for those listening to our podcast for the first time do like share and subscribe to our channel and like and share this episode as well on your social media do let us know what interesting takeaways you have from this particular episode do check out our other episodes on our podcast series out of the pod and our other podcast series everything business on the brief.co.in ladies and gentlemen this is your host Saib Singh signing off